I'm Jocelyn Ponciano. And I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And this is That Good Old Disney Podcast. Hi, Sam. Hello, Josie. We've got things to discuss. We have many things to discuss. What are we doing today? (laughs) We are talking about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Not the Five Dwarfs? Shockingly, there's seven. Not, not, not Joe and the Four Dwarves. Not Joe White and the Four Dwarves. <laughs> yeah, when I was watching, and you know, the Queen's at the Magic Mirror, and she's like, you know, and then he's saying like Snow White. I was like, what if it? Or no, he doesn't actually. I realized that's like a the first time. That's kind of like the whole Luke. I am your father. That's a misquote. It's that he. Yeah, he's. In the first time when she says, who's the fairest, he says, like, describe Snow White. And then she's like, Snow White. And I'm like, what if it wasn't Snow White? (laughs) Couldn't it be a guy? Like, couldn't it be a guy? We'll talk about that when the scene comes. (laughs) Be like, okay, guys, question. Yeah. It's like, how did she know it was Snow White? (laughs) So Snow White and the Seven Dwarves premiered. Uh, December 21st, 1937, and then had an official release, February 4th, 1938. And it took about four and a half years to make. That's yeah, nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. That That's such a long time. Um, and but then again, you know, this was the first full-length cell animated, so hand-drawn, feature in <laughs> history. And it was the first full-length yeah, film by Disney. <laughs> That, like, just, I, no, but, like, I just, that's, okay, the first full, like, this is the first, not the first, like, short. Obviously, Disney has been doing a bunch of shorts, and other companies had kind of been doing shorts. This is the first full-length animated movie. I think, I just, I want to emphasize, like, because we we all are so yeah. used to animated anything. Like, it's not a weird thing to us. This is, like, this is probably, like, Star Wars to them. I think I said that about like the yeah. first couple of. This like, is the Mickey Star Wars of the nineteen thirties. No, but seriously, and it, and this is the first full length film by Disney. And if this yeah. failed, Disney was done. They were done. Like they, I think there's been a there's a couple of there's at least one other film down the line after Disney had died that if it fails. It might not, they might not have been able to recover. Never but started. This, you know, yeah. they would have ended before they started. Yeah, not even like they and and they he was just getting started and and uh, it was the highest grossing film of 1938. It was the highest grossing film for a year <sighs> until Gone with the Wind <laughs> came out uh, 1939. <laughs> I know, right? I was literally like, of course, Gone I, with the Wind, like. Of course. <laughs> and uh, it received one Oscar nomination. Uh, it lost, unfortunately. It was for best music, best score. It obviously, like I said, didn't win. But Walt Disney did receive an honorary Oscar and seven mini ones for his work on Snow White. And it was actually, they were very, everyone thought it was going to fail. Um, they were very, like, the industry called it Disney Walt Disney's folly. Like they were just so beyond prepared for this to fail, which is just crazy to think about because 
and uh look at all the six like not even just the success from snow white but like um it it triggered if snow, we hadn't gotten snow white there's a lot of things we probably wouldn't have been getting apparently uh, uh so i i definitely recommend this uh on disney plus under extras for snow white they have a couple of like you know they have a couple like sequences that they talk about that got cut and they have like a documentary it's like a half hour documentary about the making of the movie and apparently this due to the success of snow white that's what mgm then gave the go-ahead to make wizard of oz so it kind of i mean it also was just the trigger of like if we hadn't gotten Snow White, we would not have from Snow White. We got this and this, we got Disneyland, we got Pixar. We got, we wouldn't have have this. It's not, I mean, Steamboat Willie was the start of Walt Disney and the fate and Mickey, but this is the start of yeah, like unknowingly the start no, like, of, oh, this like, I love it. Cause like, which is you can hear it crazy. in your voice, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can of like how passionate you're like making Snow White to be but it's like the honest truth this is not a movie to for it's, it's not, not a movie to just oh snow like and i think as a kid i kind of was just like if i knew it was disney movie i didn't think of it as this is a huge deal this is an insane deal like i'm saying this is like star wars level big and actually in the documentary they said they got the you know this triggered Wizard of Oz and Wizard of Oz was they think even like a trigger for Star Wars and New York Campbell even said that because it's a fantasy world yeah that you have to build and that's just so it's not even just that it started this empire it changed film it changed cinema mm-hmm like, I, I want people to understand that this isn't just like when they, this isn't like how Frozen was a huge deal. And it is. But like, this is, this changed. And actually, you know. Yeah. It, Frozen's completely different. But do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't, it's a different level of make, making changes to cinema. This yeah. I think was that, like, most importantly, like, not just Disney, like, Disney, yes, it, it changed Disney, it started Disney, but, like, even from just mm-hmm. a cinematic movie point, this was the first full-length animated feature film. That's insane for the time. If you rewatch the movie, do it again, watch it. Like, keep that in mind as yeah. you watch it. Like, oh my gosh, this is the first thing anyone ever saw in animation. Like, yeah, and it's 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 wild, and they they actually there was um, this was in the documentary, and they had to they were the budget was getting bigger yeah. and bigger, <laughs> and you know no surprise, and uh, Walt Disney's brother Roy was saying like that they had to meet with investors. He's like, you need to show them something. Because they don't want to invent, they want to know what they're investing their money in. So Walt Disney showed them kind of a sort of screening. And obviously the movie wasn't done. So some of it was animated. Some of it was like sketches. And some of it was like, you know, like the animated Mm -hmm. sketches, you know. Um, And at certain points he would, you know, say what they're saying or sing the song. And then after the screening, he said he walked, apparently they walked out with the investors. And the investor got in his car and was like, like, oh yeah, you're 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 gonna make a pile of money from this. You're gonna make a ton of money. From <laughs> he this. was like, whatever you want. Like, you got it. Just 
make it. <laughs> Which I feel like by that point, I mean, I know you're probably, I can't imagine, I hope to imagine, but I can't imagine like creating something like that and having, there's just that anxiety yeah. of like, is it, I mean, not even like, is it going to be good? Is it going to have the success? I mean, you need to, yeah, you want to make your least. money back <laughs> at least. Um, typically in obviously money has changed over the years and in terms of what a mo movie makes is, you know, uh, has changed, but in, uh, general, you want to make double your money back because making, you don't want to just make your money back. You yeah. want to make a profit. You want to make money. So yeah. And this, and it's just, it's, it's just wild. All the, all the work that goes into it. I want to see a live action movie, not just a documentary, like an actual movie about like, For like saving Mr. Banks, like one about like the, for Snow yeah. White, like about the making of Snow White. That would be, be, yeah, honestly. Great. No, like Snow White and like, Seven Dwarves, guys, like it's honestly everything about it, not just the film in general, everything that went into it is so like amazing, mm -hmm. incredible for its time. And it's just like a fun story, especially like the outcome yeah. of it. Yeah, but do you mean the yeah, outcome of like, like the success or the outcome like okay, no, I'm like, not, like in the end literally of the like movie. what came okay. after it or like not even just like awards and all this, but like it started an empire and like they didn't even know that they just had mm -hmm. a hit and and it uh, is I think this is deemed a masterpiece because there's you know there's the masterpieces there's classics there's like each have like a different no label. it actually like is um i know like yeah no like in like yeah what was it i have a note um yeah oh no just like one it's just bullet one bullet point this is in 1989 the united states library of congress deemed the film culturally historically and aesthetically significant and selected it as one of the first 25 films for preservation in the national film registry I love and then the that. American Film Institute ranked it among the 100 greatest American films. I mean, it is, and and yeah, it's 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 truly a it's it's outstanding. Like I don't know how to. I will say, let's uh, for the actual movie. Let's get into the yeah. movie because so I watched this as I watched this as a kid. I remember watching it at least twice it's been at least 20 years since i've last mm -hmm. seen this movie um but uh i will say i don't know what i was expecting but this movie is not <laughs> i i think i was expecting it to be creepier it's definitely what you said you tried watching this with your nieces and you they, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's weird because, yeah, I watched it as, like, I remember watching it in preschool. And I remember my or the, one of the teachers saying, like, why is she running? And she's scared. Like, it's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I remember watching it one time at my grandma's house. I think there are, uh, I mean, even the ride at Disneyland is called Snow White Scary Adventures. Yeah. It's, it's They're got aware. This, it's got this <laughs> element of creepiness. That is not in a ton of Disney movies. I, not recent I think, ones, anyways. Definitely not recent ones, but I mean, like, I mean, it also depends on the story, but, like, like, Sleeping Beauty, for example, 
is not as there's even like when they go to the forbidden mountain that's not really yeah it's not i no. i don't think it's supposed to be scary yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. that, that creeping there's the there's kind of the suspense but it's not creepy yeah. like no snow white is genuinely but, like yeah. i remember being afraid and like you mentioned like i yeah. did try watching with my nieces and the second the huntsman came up she was like no i'm out tapping out and i was like we are seven minutes into this film she's like nope tapping out that is not that is not even like i to be honest i think i think the woods probably creeped me out as a kid but it's also she's running through the woods and it's part of it's her own yeah. imagination which as a kid that's not 100 percent clear and it doesn't need to be because the whole point is you're afraid. And when you're afraid, mm-hmm. everything's scary. So it didn't, you know, like, so it's not actual, the branches aren't actually grabbing her and they're not actually growing fingers and the, the logs mm-hmm. aren't crocodiles, you know, like it's, it's all in her head. But I think, I think the ending with the dwarves and the, uh, queen creep me out a oh yeah bit just more. the brutal murder scene yeah but there but also like uh i think just the suspense of it was and i'm gushing it and i'm like this is not scary like i'm not creeped out by this like i mean it's a little it's suspenseful as hell but it's not creepy creepy like yeah, yeah. no i felt the same way rewatching it i was like huh was this just was i just a kid yeah exactly when i was like and i think that's honestly like there is things I will agree. There, there are age limits where you should definitely watch this when you are a little bit older. I would say but, eight. I was thinking about this yeah. movie. I watched again. I saw this when I was like four. I saw it a couple times. Oh and yeah. Clearly, the fact <laughs> that I watched it more than once, it didn't like you know. I I think I would say like at least eight. But uh, apparently. It had a it had a premiere at Radio City Music Hall, and mm-hmm. the velvet seat upholstery had to be replaced because the scene where Snow White's running through the woods was so scary to the kids that they peed, like they wet their pants, they wet the seat, and they had they had to redo the seat. And apparently, this happened for like. It said every showing of the film, so I don't know if they just did multiple screenings. At, I think every screening at that location, but like, yeah, it's 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 definitely a movie that. But also, to be fair, this isn't meant to be a kids' movie. It's just meant to be a movie. Yeah, and then they kind of eventually realize that their target audiences were families, yeah. and so things got a little less suspenseful, a little less creepy. But this. Yeah, it's definitely, I wouldn't say, it's definitely a, it's it's weird. It's because it's Disney, I feel like, today, or not today, maybe like 15, 20 years ago, this was just like, oh, it's a kid's movie. But it's, it's just really a movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a kid's movie. There are elements because, like, the goal, they wanted to make the dwarves cute. Like, the all of the animal friends are adorable. Like, there are elements, it's trying to soften mm-hmm. up the uh story yes the sidekicks yeah yeah actually they had uh because they you know came from a world of making just shorts apparently they um they had the story and walt disney he was had like a policy of if you 
write a gag and we use it, I'll pay you like five or 10 Mm -hmm. bucks or whatever. So one of the gags, for example, that that's, uh, I can, I can't think of, I can, I can't think of his name, but like he uh, said that it was the gag of when Snow White, they wakes up in the bed and all of the dwarves noses like pop Mm -hmm. up on the bed frame like that. He got like (laughs) five bucks for that. Like, like for that gag. And so they had to like, they were trying to like gag it up. And there were a lot of, they were yeah. a lot of repeat gags. Like the turtle, that the turtle, turtle is an adorable gag though. How everyone is so much faster than him. He finally gets up the stairs and then they come running down or they go to warn the dwarves and the, it's just barely getting there. And then he has to go back. I'm like, why isn't anybody like there's <laughs> birds he could ride on the head of a Someone deer. Help like this turtle. But also it, I mean, th- this this also does kind of bring up a point because of like, yeah, like in terms of age, I would say like definitely seven or older. I think I think I think eight just because with the world is very different when yeah. this was made and now. And so there are certain things that and it's not like, you know, like I. Uh, yeah, no, my, my nieces are like, what, five or six. I don't think I'll try again until they're probably like ten. It's weird. Yeah, it's not scary when you're older, but as older, a kid, yeah, it's, it's it's this is like this is definitely one of the scarier Disney movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's also it's just also meant to be cre- so. I guess it was very important for Walt Disney because it's they were saying how like this is has American ideals and American, I think the word they said American like sensibility, I think was the word they used in the documentary, but uh, sensibilities, but uh, it is a Grimm's fairy tale. And I, and it says like Snow White and Seven Dwarves adapted from the Grimm's fairy tale. Like mm-hmm. no, none other. I mean, there are a couple like other, is Cinderella Grimm? Uh, yes. And the little mermaid. Oh, that's Hans. Oh no, that's Hans, that's Hans Christian. Christian. But um, yeah, Anderson. Yeah, um, uh, but like, yeah, this is, yeah, none of the others. I I think there's at least I think I think Cinderella is, but I'm like, yeah, none of them else. None of them do that, and I I they really that was really important to them because they wanted like, so that's why everything does look very European, and I guess there was also um, oh they did a lot actually. Which are you are you looking it up? Yeah, so it is uh Cinderella, so you were right. They also did Rapunzel and Beauty yeah, and the Beast that's... and the Little Red Riding Hood. Wait, there's Red Riding Hood? Yeah. There's a Disney Red Riding Hood? I believe I think there's like a short. A short? Okay. I'm like, what? How is yeah, how is there not a Disney Red Riding Hood movie? I was like, um, Crazy. into the woods. <laughs> okay. Well, that doesn't count. That, that, my one issue, that shouldn't have been a Disney movie. I, I, you know, I just, that's my only thing. Like it could have been any, I had no issue with the cast. I know some people did, many people did. I had no issue with the cast. It just shouldn't have been a Disney movie because Disney already has all these characters. Yeah. But then again, Disney did, I don't know. Well, whatever. Like, but, um. They really wanted to yeah play up the Grimm's fairy tale aspect, and so everything looked very European, and everything actually was inspired by European artists, and they actually hired two European artists mm-hmm. 
that joined as animators, uh, Albert Herter and Gustav Tengren. And Albert Herter, he was hired as an animator, but he they all he was not an animator. He just was a really talented artist, and they kind of consider him air quotes the inventor because he was the one that gave all the little like details and like character to everything, whereas to the design of everything. Whereas Gustav Tengren, um, he kind of is considered to be like he set the tone for the film. Mm-hmm with the environment and the characters, like he set the mood for the whole thing. So that European aspect is very, very heavily in this. Um, and you can, yeah, it's, it's cause yeah, uh, Snow White is a, it's set in Germany. Like I think Cinderella's like yeah. set in France or something. The, uh, Snow White is a, is set in like, you know, whatever medieval, I don't know, Germany. I don't know what year it's supposed to be. Um, I'm sure if I went on Pinterest, I could find out. <laughs> Everyone go on you know? Pinterest. Well, no, like, you know, have you seen those pictures of, like, how they are supposed to look? Like, like the... historically? Historically, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I can say, the something that I did notice, the it, it also just shows how animation has come such a long way and the animation in this is beautiful yeah it's not bad for some reason when i we watched it i went in like like okay remember it was like new for its time yeah and i was just like yeah, Wait, yeah, this yeah. isn't that bad <laughs> no it's no no it's not like i think the thing that i did notice was whenever it was like an establishing shot of the evil queen's castle or the cottage it looked kind of flat it looked it looked very 2d oh yeah yeah there was moments and it looked it looked beautiful but it looked like a painting it didn't look 3d i'm thinking of the cottage and sleeping beauty that looks 3d Mm -hmm. does that make sense like it just it didn't there was more depth it felt alive like a real moment yes but um no there Um, was definitely mm -hmm. like uh, this one I, i i don't know why um, it's when the evil witch like is making the the apple, the poison apple. Yeah, and she's like, I think gesturing the apple to the crow. And yeah, everything in that shot stays still except for like her mouth. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Like, I don't okay. know if you noticed it, but I was I'm like, glad you huh? <laughs> like it was shocking. Okay. It was a shocking pause. The animation for the dwarves was really really great. And I mean, it was all great, but I noticed with Snow White and I, it was just weird because I would notice it with Snow White and sometimes the queen, her, just, there were kind of those weird moments where her face looked a little weird, but something I noticed throughout the whole movie, Snow White's hair, it was mainly on black. Cause I noticed it on her hair and I noticed it on like when the queen turns into the hag, mm-hmm. like on her like hood, the black, like it's like the pixels were like moving. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, and I did. It's on her it, face. And it, it blends all, with her face. And it also just kind of the animation of of Snow White versus the dwarves. Just they look very different. They do. And I was what? Okay, so it wasn't just me. No. I was like, for so, well, yeah. I was going in this with like Disney Plus, obviously, and I'm thinking yeah. of like, well, they re, you know, what's it called? Like, I think it's not the HD version. It's not the remastered Yeah, version. so that's what I was thinking, because I was just like, well, if this is remastered at any point, even if it's, like, 
an early remastering, like, that's still... Yeah, and when I was watching the documentary, there were a couple of scenes where I'm like, I don't remember Snow White looking that clear. Like, there were just parts of her that looked... She, again, she looked... And I thought of it maybe was because she is supposed to be, like, the most beautiful woman ever, and her skin is significantly paler than everybody else's. And so I was thinking it could have partly been that, but there were just yeah. moments... Sometimes it was... It was mostly when she was moving. But then I noticed, like, the scene where she... Uh, the prince is singing, and she sends a bird <laughs> down to him. And the... But the bird looked totally fine. The bird didn't look as, as distorted. Mm -hmm. Not distorted, but, like, Snow White looked... Her animation seemed to be different. And the queen, a couple of times I noticed yeah. this. It was just, like... Again, they, but it was still... It's still incredible for the time period. Yeah. But there are a couple of scenes that do look kind of weird but we are also very very spoiled we are very spoiled well i only we noticed today. it like i was fine with it because you i had i noticed it right you, away i was like well, oh i because in my head i had the mentality of like remember the old times <laughs> like so yes. i didn't notice it honestly like it wasn't a super big deal to me until the wash scene with the dwarves when they were like washing themselves oh. and there's this close-up of uh grumpy and his face looks so like detailed, and I was just like, "Huh? Is this pre him in the getting washed, or is this when yeah? This is else pre is getting him washed? getting washed. He's like sitting on the barrel okay, or he, something. Yeah. And I just yeah. looked at him, and I was just like, I like I had to pause the film, and I was just like, "Dude, like look at this detail on mm -hmm. on him." And I noticed it on the rest of them, like they all have this. And then when it went back to snow, I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like that is yeah. a huge departure, and I'm like, okay, maybe I, I again was trying to rationalize it, like, well, they are supposed to look a little bit more goofy and funny, like more, yeah, like their huge noses and everything. Like, of course, she's not gonna have that, mm -hmm. but part of me was still like, They're, oh, <laughs> yeah, the dwarves are, the dwarves are interesting because apparently the animator for the dwarves, so the scene where. First of all, I mean, animation, you know, almost like 90 years, whether it's 90 years ago or today, it is a huge endeavor. It's just is a little bit easier today. <laughs> um, just a little bit. But like, apparently, it's not just as simply like, oh, design them walking. They had to take into consideration how they're walking. Are they like, you know, are they... They, I guess they decided to have them kind of waddling a little bit. Like, they were trying to think of, like, mm -hmm. ducks. Because they didn't want them to be 100% like men. Because they're not mm -hmm. men. But they're also... But it's also funny because the dwarves are, like... They're kind of like kids, which is kind yeah. of a joke. And this brought up the question for me. I never thought about this before. But was particularly with Dopey, I was like... Is Dopey a kid? He's supposed to have a kid quality to him. He's supposed to be, like, he is younger than them and he doesn't have a mm -hmm. beard. But um, I was like, is he, like, are they all just, like, I mean, grown, like, adults, essentially, and he's just significantly younger mm -hmm. than them? But then when he goes up into, the uh, like, the bedroom and sees, well, he just sees, like, something in a sheet. He doesn't see that it's Snow White. He screamed. And it was, like, a deep voice man uh -huh. scream and I was like 
Because you don't, because he doesn't talk. And that's the, they say, like, he never tried. Mm-hmm. Which is also, how have you not tried? <laughs> you live with people that talk. How have you, it's never like, hmm. I don't know. It was just very, like, I didn't remember that part at all. Yeah. Like, I, it was just very weird because he doesn't talk. And then he suddenly, he does yeah. have a voice. He just doesn't use it. For some reason in my memory, I remember Dopey being completely mute. Like, I don't even remember him screaming, like, at all. Yeah. Yeah, and so when same, I heard it, I was like, same. huh. I was like, interesting. I, I didn't think, mm-hmm. huh. Yeah, it was it was very weird. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. It was just, it was very bizarre. I didn't, I, yeah, I completely forgot about, forgot about that. And, um, but apparently the scene, I think it's the scene where they're coming home. There's this a part with, so the, one of the animators or the main animator on them said it was just such an endeavor because, they each had they each have, you know, their own characteristics. They were each walking slightly differently, but they all have to keep the same tempo, except for yeah. Dopey, but they you know, and it was so difficult and it was only like it was like less than a minute <laughs> in the movie. And I think he wanted to quit and then but had him Walt Walt Disney had him stay on for or gave him something else to do for Pinocchio, which mm-hmm. came a few years later. But I just thought it was like that sucks like that because that's hard that's so hard because hand i will say there is a as much as i do love the animation today there is this charm of hand drawn oh yeah and i'm always wondering if because you know we the thing was we're we have the same pick because this is when pixar and disney merged we got the pixar animation in Mm -hmm. disney movies and like, like, Princess and the Frog was the last hand-drawn film. And I'm always wondering, like, if they're ever gonna go back or do, like, a special, some kind of something and go back to hand-drawn. Oh. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't help but wonder just because I'm like, I wonder what that looked like today. And because I think, especially with the Prince and the Frog, I just was like, oh, it's a Disney movie. I didn't think about, and no one knew, like, that's gonna be the last time we're gonna have this style of, of work yeah you know um i mean but what a way to end it no yo for sure uh i've been listening to a lot of princess and the frog lately (laughs) the last couple weeks i don't really know why um just celebrating harry but we'll get there actually before then way before then just i was just listening to it (laughs) um we'll talk about that uh we'll talk about it at the end as uh, a little yeah um, preview yeah but anyway, so yeah, and and the hand because the thing about hand drawn, it's more of like they they're still like we talked about gags, you know, was still mm-hmm. a big deal. But um, the whole but I think the thing about gags in hand drawn versus the CGI animation because with CGI, obviously it's animation. You still can have characters do whatever. But there's more of that, like, comical aspect. Like, uh, the scene where Sneezy sneezes and all of them, I guess all the doors just go flying. And I just remember, I was laughing, like, Happy was, like, sitting and he's just, like, sliding and spinning on the floor. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do that. Or I don't, unless, I mean, maybe Olaf, they do that. But, you know what I mean? They're not, like, they can't really do that as much with CGI. Because it's supposed to look more uh, closer to life. Yeah. 
ish. So, so let's talk about uh, the actress, Adriana Casalotti. She was the voice of Snow White. And they actually auditioned. There was this other girl they auditioned, but her voice was deemed too mature. Mm-hmm. And what, But what was funny was she was 14, which is, first of all, yeah, Snow White's 14. That's that's so young. She is the young. She is the youngest Disney princess. And I'm yeah. really wondering. I'm always wondering, like, do they plan on her being 14? Is that is she 14 in the original story? I don't know. I've just I, always wondered. 14 seems very, it's very, very young. Random. I mean, it makes sense when like her like dialogue, her behavior. Yeah, her behavior. There you go. Like the way she's acting. Sometimes I'm just like. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because I remember she was young, and then I actually looked it up. I was like, "How old is Snow White supposed to be?" And it was like fourteen. I was just, I think she or like thirteen, right? Thirteen or fourteen? I think it's fourteen. I think it's because yeah, her behavior is very childish, but like she is also kind of mature, and she. I mean, part of it is that she's tall, but she's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's. She's well. Obviously, she's taller than dwarves. I don't know how tall she's supposed to be. But, like, I don't know. I would totally believe that she's, like, 16. Yeah. Plus. You know what I mean? Like, like 14 seems crazy For some reason, 16 sits Um, better with me. (laughs) Actually, I couldn't even see, like, I could totally believe 18. I could have believed, like, she just turned 18. Yes. Yes. I think it's just... It's it's just bizarre to think about. Like, I remember when I found out, like, wait, she's... 14 that's that's so crazy like like, the thing with me like when i was watching it right now too like um the mirror says mention someone like oh like finally someone has stepped up to the your plate kind of thing which Mm -hmm. means like that's where i thought like oh yeah she's definitely old enough right either 16 or 18 or you reach like that age of i don't know being an adult i guess considered an adult and so, like, yeah. I did was I was thinking about it. I was like, is it different in German things? Like, is that the age of you know being an adult? I mean, in like, it was like medieval like Renaissance times. Like, you get married. Oh yeah. Younger. Like, like I think like Romeo and Juliet. I think are supposed to be. She's like, thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. She's thirteen. Mm-hmm. He's like fifteen. And it's being that we've only ever seen them portrayed by like people that are in their late teens or twenties. It just I remember we're all like, "What? She's thirteen? That's so but back then young." People died at like and thirty, then, so <laughs> yeah, thirty was like eighty today. Look like, at that conversion, real yeah. Fast. And, um, because that's the thing is, because Disney princesses. Also, actually, take a moment. This is like, this is even before she is the first Disney princess, but it's not like. How today it's a big thing of introducing a new Disney princess to the lineup. This was just a character mm-hmm. they had. There was no lineup. There was no none of that. Yeah, it's very. I think. Well, the thing about Disney princesses is like I think for all of them, you don't really think about their age, and most of them are like, yeah, they range. They range from like fourteen to like. I think one of them. Well, Elsa's like in the first Frozen is like twenty one. Mm-hmm. I think or 21 or 24 21 she's or 23 she's 21 that's oh yeah no no she's yeah she's 21 she's 21 um 
it's because it takes the next one six years mm-hmm. later, right? So she's, ta- I remember, because I remember thinking in the movie, I'm like, oh, she's like 27 now. I don't know. Okay. I was doing math during the movie. <laughs> um, but you don't think about their ages unless it, they say it. Like in Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. she says, I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. And I think Moana, she says that it was a big thing. Like either she says it or they announced it or both that she's 16. But the rest of them, I mm-hmm. feel like when we found out how old they were, they're like, I think it's because they also seemed more mature than, you know, yeah. like how uh, someone at that age well, would be. I think mine was like Sleeping Beauty. Oh, she's 16. her, yes. I always, yeah. But of her, for some reason, I was just like, she's like 20, dude. Like, but then it's like the big thing is like on her 16th birthday. I don't, but I also remember, I remember when I was in like eighth grade and we were all like, these sixth graders are super short. They are very, they look so young. <laughs> and so I think age is one of, age is one of those things you, even in, just like in life, you don't, you don't think about, you know how old you are, but some, an age that sounds really old or really young is you know it's nothing does that make you know what I mean like it's just you don't like I'm 24 and 24 used to sound like crazy not crazy Mm -hmm. old to me but like (laughs) I think it you know what it was I think it's like I'm seeing people that I went to high school with are like getting married and stuff and at the time when I was like a kid 24 sounded like a normal appropriate age to get married but right now, as a 24-year-old, I'm like, I am not at all in the mental or emotional, psychological place to get married. Like, <laughs> I am not at the maturity to get married right now. Like, so I think it's, yeah. it's, it's that kind of stuff. So, because, um, yeah, like, I remember Jasmine's, like, 15 or 16. Belle is, like, I've seen, I think I've seen 17 and 18. Like, you know, they all, it's just, you don't think... They're kind of just supposed to be kind of timeless. Their age is, unless mm-hmm. it's in the plot, it's irrelevant. And it is. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, it's just, it's, 14 is, sounds so young. And her, yeah, her behavior, like, when she first meets the dwarves and she's, like, guessing their names. And Grumpy's, like, sitting there crossed arms. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. you're Grumpy. Mm-hmm. Like, Shirley templing it, kind of. And... <laughs> Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. That, man, that, like, child mannerism. And that's kind of when I'm like, well, actually, I feel like as a 14-year-old, you'd be, like, not, I don't know, you wouldn't be doing that as a 14-year-old, but then that's, again, that's today. You'd be, like, not talking to anybody and standing in the corner. Like, <laughs> on, yeah, that's, you know? like, prime time you're... That's eighth grade. Oh, yeah. Or freshman year oh, of high gosh, school. That's like prime time, you at, like edgy emo phase whether you dressed yes. like it or not you hate your parents and you want to run away yes <laughs> you are yeah whether you dress like it you are emo yes or so, goth, yeah congratulations you're two. 13 you hate everything yeah <laughs> congratulations everything's gonna suck here on out <laughs> um and then, and then, and, and it sucks until you get to like senior of high school and then college. And then, and then you turn 21 and then good luck. Everything's boring. It's really like 22, 21. You're like, I'm 21. And then 22 is just like, now what? Taxes. That's what. <laughs> Taxes. Oh my God. Oh, it's getting too Ew. real. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> yes, you got, got to be real. Um, I really want to talk about the prince. Uh, I don't want to uh, talk about the prince. I know he's not. He's irrelevant to this. Well, he he actually is. It's really weird. He apparently was supposed to have a bigger role. Where? And they, I guess they it, it, they struggled to animate him. Let me let me look it up. They they're just they were kind of just like struggling with um animating him in a way that was going to be like appealing or whatever and so they kind of just they had to they had to cut his role down and because he's only in the beginning of the movie and then at the very end literally when he first appears and it was first of all he just hears snow white singing she's like scrubbing the stairs and I gotta say, she's wearing clogs, and they just looked really uncomfortable. They look really uncomfortable. They looked extremely uncomfortable, actually. She's just wearing a block of wood. Like, <laughs> they did not look comfortable. And, uh, she's, like, singing, and she's singing, and he hears her. And I thought this was so funny, because she's singing into the wishing well, and we're, we are, we are the water. You know, we're seeing, like, the reflection of her, like, like as a reflection from the water and then the prince just appears and i was just like ah like oh you came out of nowhere and we see him he's like coming but then he just just suddenly there and i'm like you know the same thing happens in in sleeping beauty and i'm fine with it but i think in that case i see, we see him watching we see him then grab the animals and his jacket and then we see you know we see every step of him introducing himself Mm -hmm. as opposed to just we see him then and i was like "Ah." (laughs) um but yeah he was supposed to have a bigger role and then that changed i guess there was a sequence actually i don't i don't i don't know if it ever got animated i think it just it never got animated it was just an idea where he was gonna be like locked in the castle and i guess the queen was gonna let me look it up uh there, oh, because of, like, were, True Love's Kiss or something? Which, that's another thing I want to, I, I want to, I'll bring that up in a second. Let me, let me look for it. But there was, she was, like, making him, let me look it up, because it sounds, I'm making it sound weirder. I think it was just weird. Oh, the, this is on IMDb. Uh, this was planned, but never animated. It said the queen holds the prince in the dungeon and uses her magic to make skeletons dance for his amusement. Why he's in the dungeon, I don't know. Uh, why the skeletons? Why the skeletons, I also don't know. I feel like that is the bigger question. But, like, it's... It's... What? That's the thing, is when she first makes the... She... When she first makes the uh, apple, I gotta say, I appreciate this so much. She says, wait, I gotta see, is there a way that this can, like, backfire? There's a yeah. way, like, a way out of this. And I'm like... Bravo, okay? Because I feel like it irritates me so much when it's one thing if there is yeah, cuz if there is a way to break it, it's either just a that's the nature of magic, the curse, whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. But at the same time, it also can be considered a flaw in your plan, whether mm-hmm. you didn't plan for it or it's something if it cuz this is out of her control and she says like, "Oh, there's no Whatever, that's not going to affect her. But actually, it was true. It was. It wasn't just true love's kiss. It said love's first kiss, and I'm like, that is very specific. And yeah. it's a really good thing she met this guy before all this happened, or else she was going to be in that coffin forever. 
Good thing they didn't like, kiss beforehand. Yeah, and that was the other, yeah, that was the <laughs> other thing. That was the other thing because if she hadn't even if they kissed beforehand, which there was a sequence they that that prince was when they first meet, he was going to kiss her and I'm glad that they took that out cuz I'm like um no, um, you he guys said first like, kiss. <laughs> And I just thought that was like, I was like, first kiss, not just true love. No, first kiss, because, yeah, and if they'd already kissed, I'm like, well, then then she's kind of screwed. <laughs> Which, then again, that's the point, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so I appreciated that she actually was like, wait, is there a way that this can, like, fail? Mm-hmm. And, yes, technically there is, but it doesn't really matter, because mm-hmm. they're going to all think she's dead. I think... Okay, let's actually, I want to bring this up now. She's even thinking like, well, it doesn't matter because who's going to go and kiss a dead girl just to (laughs) kiss her. And I bring this up because this has been, I was going to wait. I tried to wait, but it came up. No, it's perfect. Actually, perfect (laughs) Um, segue. This, there has been this debate and this discussion amongst parents and whatnot on you know, Disney princesses and the messages, are they showing mixed messages to kids and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Now, it's a much larger discussion. We're, I won't get into the whole Snow thing White. because, yeah, I don't want to get into the whole thing. We'll we'll get into it as we get into more movies. But for Snow White specifically, it's, you know, we're telling people, we're telling, you know, you shouldn't kiss, bottom line is consent shouldn't kiss or touch someone without their consent and if they are unconscious they cannot verb give verbal consent and that's a see that's the other thing why i feel like an eight plus year old is a good age to watch this because you can't it's hard to have that conversation can you have that conversation with a little kid i mean you could but i feel like an eight-year-old it would I don't know. I just think that this is a conversation to have yeah. and there's no, it makes sense to have it when they're older mm-hmm. because I think the high, idea of like true love breaking the spell and true love's kiss. I've like the whole point is this, that it's to me, I, a, I look at it in two ways. Yes. You shouldn't kiss someone because they're unconscious. Yeah. Like they've not because, not because they're unconscious or I mean, because they're unconscious, but also just if they're unconscious but also, I mean, if that's the way to break the curse, but also the whole idea is that it's true love. Yeah. Which means you kind of, not that you want them to kiss you unconscious, you want to be conscious, but like, I always kind of thought of it as like very, I'm a little bit of romantic. So of course, yeah. I always thought that was very like, I'm, it's very classic it, and I always was a sucker mm-hmm. for it. And then when I found out that there was this whole debate, I was like, oh yeah i think that part of it too is like again this this is a very large debate and i think me and sam yes the great thing is that we're on the same kind of page with this debate where we're kind of just like the message and the point was never malintent like from it's, the beginning yeah, not- it wasn't supposed to be like uh, oh, she's dead. Let me let me do this then. It was like, let me say goodbye to she's her. She's dead. Like, yes, that was the thing. Like, let me <laughs> yeah. say goodbye to her. Like, I saw her. I fell in love with her immediately. Like, like is she gone forever? Like, at least 
like let me send her off with this you know yes that's how and, yeah exactly yeah and- I, I also believe ted is a great thing like again my nieces right now the, the eldest is seven um she does understand consent you know she's she's very like you know i tell them like mm-hmm. if someone touches you you do this this and this you know but but also you have to have that discussion yeah. now like i didn't i didn't have i mean i didn't i didn't really the word consent i never really i'm sure i heard it i just it wasn't really a conversation until i got yeah. to college yeah when did you did you have to do that when we had to sit in on like it was like watching like this video about like you know you know like trying to be about being safe out there yeah it was a requirement to join college was to watch this video yes it's verbal consent yeah and i never really i mean yeah you shouldn't do it but i think it was one of the things i never really thought Mm -hmm. about and i yeah for this i i kind of viewed it as yeah it's like a goodbye it's not a i don't i'm either a goodbye or i know in some like like an enchanted for example which is well you know like a love letter to disney and it plays has all these different scenes and themes that come and uh like even movements and gestures that come from all these different disney movies but they have like you know true love's kiss is gonna break the spell and wake her up and that was a oh i gotta kiss her to wake her up like that's mm-hmm. what i have to do and she it's and you know it's so but it's also you wake up and you're you realize your true love loves you back. So I think it's one of the it's a definitely a larger conversation. I think yes, the bottom line is in general someone should not touch you or kiss mm-hmm. you or whatever without your consent. I never I don't think obviously when this was made, this has just been a kind of a staple in fairy tales for years and years. So it wasn't really that discussion was didn't really exist but like yeah no a hundred percent i think especially like with recent like the me too movement and things like that of our generation like i can understand and don't get me wrong there are things in disney where you kind of like huh that's mm, not okay yeah and this is one of those instances where i will fight on it a little bit because i'm just like you know i was a kid we were like when we watched this we were kids and i never mm-hmm. got the impression of and i i only speak for myself but yes. i never got the impression of i i hope someone kisses me in my sleep and like is somehow Kiss, my like, true my love forehead <laughs> as they're about to leave yeah like, like i don't know i think as, as it's become a conversation i'm like would i be okay with this part of me thinks if i am unconscious and the only way to wake me up is to kiss me I mean, am I really, am I gonna be mad? I feel like I would, you know what I mean? But I feel like I would be like, is this weird? I I didn't technically give consent. I'd be like, thanks. (laughs) Hopefully, I'm assuming it's like a true, if it's a true love situation, I'd be like, hey, you. But like, it's, it's, it's weird because it's one of those things, you know, yeah, he's saying goodbye. He's whatever. It's, it's not meant to be like a, like, like in the original sleeping beauty she's like been asleep you know for a hundred years she's in the i think it's in the in the forest in the original a prince just literally wanders by 
sees her and then, uh, you know, gets her pregnant and she wakes up because she gives birth. She gives birth and the, they're twins and one of them, they're trying to look for breast milk and they suck her thumb think or her finger thinking it's, you know, and they suck out the splinter and that's how she wakes up. Mm-hmm. That's yikes like and insane I mean, different from the original yes or, um that's not okay i'm not down with any of that that's not okay at all it, like we'll, we'll remind like, you guys when we get to a uh, sleeping beauty yes but <laughs> well, we're, well, we're gonna remind we'll yeah, remind you that it's sure. not okay but i think too what we need to remember with these conversations and in particular with snow white it's that this is a fairy tale. This is this movie specifically. Remember, and it was, yes. this is, was its intent. And you can more than welcome to have a conversation. But if your conversation is going to be just shunning away from it, I don't think that's the right course of action. I kind of think it's, it's more of maybe not shunning away from movies or shunning away from some of these movies, but more like encouraging other ones. Don't discourage, just encourage. Like, so maybe like if in this day and age, maybe encourage more, make the prominent Disney movies of your house, Mulan, Brave, Moana, like, uh, you know, the ones where, the the headstrong feet. I mean, all these, all as we get into, you know, especially the Renaissance, all of them are headstrong and tough and brave, and they're all good role huh. models. But what? Oh, because I said brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like role models. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, but um, I I think yes, the fact that but like. You know, again, it's a larger conversation that I we will have several times, which is why I don't want to get too into it right now. But uh, I think more encourage other movies and then wait for these other, you know, because I think I literally was thinking about this while watching this. Like, if I have a kid and they say, hey, can I watch Snow White? To me, that kind of means they're the fact that they're asking to me, I think that they're old enough and then there are times to maybe have that conversation. Like this is a fairy tale it was written during a different time. You know, she wait when he kisses her, she does wake up and is excited. Like, Oh my God, you found me. Like I, so I think it's, it's just how you perceive it. And, but I don't think it is, it is not, I, I don't know. I just, I don't think it's, yeah, it's a, I don't think it's a movie to, blame too harshly for decisions it's made because it was made during a different time but you know it yeah like you like you said Josie it's a fairy tale you know um so that's our that's our thought on that <laughs> um also so something I wanted to say the the prince does not have a name in this technically no. and he actually looked it up. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Florin or Florian or something. And then I looked it up and it's, I think it is Florian. It's like F-L-O-R-I. I wrote it down. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, 
F-L-O-R-I-A-N. But there's also, like, it's rumored that it's Ferdinand. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I was just like, what names? Like, is that like, is that like Jake then? <laughs> is that like, is that like, or like Sean or like Nick or Chase? Mm-hmm. Like, are that like cool hot guy names? Like, what? I, um, yeah, he doesn't, uh, but he doesn't have a, yeah, he doesn't have a name. Yeah. Like, well, Prince Charming also doesn't have a name. And then like Beat the Beast, for example, his, his name's Adam. We all know this. And like, <laughs> if you look up anything, it says Adam. Like, we all know this. Mm-hmm. Or anyone that's a Disney person like us knows this. This is like common knowledge. But he is the one where I feel like also, I mean, I think, I think it's, I've seen both of these names. I'm pretty sure it is Florian. Or he's Florian the only or one I, because yeah, I think he's the only one that's like charming, right? It's he's the prince charming because well, everyone else has a name. Well, there also there's in Cinderella. He doesn't have a name either. I think he's also just considered prince charming, but he doesn't have a name either. No, I think even in like the there's two sequels. I don't think he has a name. You know what? I yeah, no, that's an outrage. I gotta right look now. this up. What's there are there are two sequels and they didn't give him a freaking name. What's the name of the of Prince Charming in Cinderella? Okay. Oh wait. Oh, uh, I guess. Whoa, I guess in uh, it says. Disney France, like on a TV spot, like advertising for the Blu-ray DVD release of it. Yeah, it's, no, his name is Henry. It. Wait, mentioned it where, when? I think so. Yeah, no. Is it in the third one? That sounds like something uh... they would do. But you see what I mean? Even even Snow White, there's like a name. We kind of know he has a name. Mm-hmm. It's just not really pertinent to the story. And Beauty and the Beast, same thing. Like. We know he has a name, but that I will say, I know it's not that it doesn't, again, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really change the story. I'm just curious out of all of the things that they added and all the sub, the, the plot holes that they were trying to answer in the live action, they didn't have a scene where mm-hmm. Belle says, do you have a name? What do I call you? Like, I feel like that's a lot more important than <laughs> the whole, it snows there in June. They put a lot of stress on that. <laughs> And that always, I thought, I always thought it was very unnecessary. Um, yeah, and also the, I want, to, I do want to talk about the prince's design. He, mm-hmm. he has very dark lips. Did you notice that? Like, I was thinking, I'm like, he has very, like, I, I think yeah. it's because if they didn't give him dark lips, it just would look like he didn't have a mouth. But it's, but like, no other print, like, I mean, but then again, in like, yeah, Cinderella. He doesn't have insanely dark. Yeah. He has very dark lips. It looks like he's wearing like lipstick or something. Um, and he has a very his design is like he kind of has like his face is a little bit feminine. He has a more feminine face than Yeah. Uh the upcoming princes. I don't know. I was just I was found myself more I, paying attention to his because I was trying because again, he's only there a few mm-hmm. a few well, minutes. I think like in the, the whole purpose movie. of that is like to also kind of youth. Like, 
it's more of a youth thing. Okay. Like, yeah. There's similar features. They're both like, yeah. let's keep that in mind. Hopefully that changes things. But, um, he's also super, <laughs> yeah. He's like, also he's 15. Young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, okay. It was more just something I noticed. Like, uh, I just thought it was like, I, I was found myself really paying attention mm-hmm. to his design. Uh, speaking of design, the design for the animal creatures that she befriends. Uh, you made a very good point earlier when you were oh, watching uh-huh. it. You were texting me when, when just before she meets all of the friends, or is it when she uh. first meets them? Or I don't know. You made this. I get this text from you saying, "Let me find it," because I was like, "You bring up excellent points." You said, "Uh." What do you do when you've almost been murdered? <laughs> oh, you sing a song. <laughs> and then, oh, when she, this is when she meets the animals. She says, what do you do when things go wrong? And you said, when things go wrong, you were almost murdered. <laughs> I was so, so like, quiet? it was just so funny to me. Because like, okay, so like from the huntsman scene through the dark forest scene to her meeting these animals, like it, it happens in like two minutes less. Mm-hmm. but. Like, her reaction to being, yeah, like, almost stabbed was like, oh, no. Like, it wasn't, like, bloody murder. Like, I'm literally about yeah. to be... And then when he gets, he asked for her forgiveness. And she's just like, yeah, you have that, but what's going on? Like, it Not was sure. so, like, <laughs> what, what? I was like, dude, react yeah. like a slight... Like, maybe they didn't want to animate it, but, like... Yeah, there there's a couple of scenes which we'll get uh get to in a sec, but like there's a couple of times in the movie where I really want to see the I really want to see the whole piece. It's like we're just seeing it from one side. And I don't know, like I I kind of want to see Yeah, like so for the Huntsman, yeah, let's talk about this cuz I really love I love this scene. This okay. is probably one of my this might be my favorite scene. I I don't really know why. It's just a very like because it's, it's the, I think the music and all of it, but like, look, so the queen tells the huntsman to go take Snow White out, maybe somewhere where she can pick flowers mm-hmm. and then kill her and cut out her heart and bring it back. Um, <laughs> my God, this is, this is Disney. <laughs> um, uh, and she like, and, and she's picking flowers and the huntsman's just standing there watching her. And I'm like, so is this like she has like days off (laughs) from being a maid (laughs) or being a slave, you know? And, and he's just like, you know, whatever watching over her. And then, yeah, she's helping this like bird. And then he decides, okay, I'm going to go and kill her. And I, she doesn't even move. She just covers her face. Like that is not going to help you. Like she, she like tried to run and then, but then I think, but then I'm thinking like, if she had tried to run, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have really like because then he would have had to have chased her. So I'm trying to think if he, if maybe she had tried to run, and then sees that he's not chasing her, and then he's like, because he's crying because he's like, I don't because he doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to kill her. And then he says like, you got to run away, the queen. And I just love the music and the. Mm. I, I don't know. I just like love this. Pe- I don't know why. I just love it because it's so intense and like this is when she like runs into the forest. And yeah, when she meets all of these animals, and they are oh, adorably, so they are, they are so adorably. Drawn. Yes, okay. So 
scary scene, right? Music and all. She just lays down on the floor and dramatically cries. Which is the most logical explanation so far. A reaction. I know. It's just like, ah. And like Uh, the part that gets me. Yeah. Like, yeah. In like the second Pirates movie. When, when she's trying to get Will, when Elizabeth's trying to get Will's attention and she's trying to play up the damsel in distress, she's like, oh, oh, the hate. (laughs) It was like, but that she was trying to like get his attention. This time she was just, also actually, if anything, I was thinking it's not that she's this freaked out and crying. It's that if it was me, I'd be maybe leaning against a tree. I don't want to lay on the dirt. (laughs) It was just immediate. I was like, you're here. Here is Will, I will cry. And all these animals creep creep out and No, okay, so like uh, the thing with this is that I feel like she's crying because of the forest and not because she was almost murdered. Like, if you look at it, oh my god, she's right. just like, I can't believe you, I just went through that. And not 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 the being murdered part. I mean, it could have been all of it, but then again, she was about to get murdered. He then is like, No, I can't do this, you gotta run away. So I think it's Maybe she's more in shock by all this news that the queen is gonna wants to kill her and all that. But <laughs> you were a scullery maid to I your think, own stuff. <laughs> really? You didn't, you didn't maybe you didn't get see that it she coming? Really like you, uh, but <laughs> like it's just so many yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, okay. But like, fair enough. But she's like the queen, like. I mean, it makes sense, but like, but I, uh, I think he's not in the, for a second. Yes, yeah, she's terrified for her mm. life, but then she realizes he's not the threat. So I think it could be all of it, but yeah, it does kind of come off more like, you know, she just got this news, like you got to run away, like get out of here. You got to run as far away as you can. A queen's going to kill you, kind of wants to find you and going to kill you. It could be just all of it. But yeah, it does kind of come off like she just went through this endeavor, which she, she thing is, <laughs> it wasn't even, no, she, it wasn't. It was what you do when things just go wrong. Something just went wrong. But I, if anything, I thought <laughs> I would be more annoyed that, so she's running away. She trips, falls into this hole and then lands in water and then she's dry, <laughs> like, She's runs away. She's running so fast that she's dry. See, I mean, it was hard to hand draw water back then. I I I understand. I just was <laughs> like, oh, she's dry right now, and uh, yeah, I think it's it was maybe just all of it because that the whole sequence mm-hmm. is like it's like a minute maybe. Yeah, the beginning of a movie is it's fast paced, but it's not rushed. Like it doesn't. Yeah, we also made a point of this it through text. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. I mean, if anything, I would kind of like to see because we just see the castle. So and and the this kind of begs the question of the world that they're in because mm-hmm. the dwarves when she says I'm Snow White, they're like, oh, the princess. So people know her. So I'm more curious on is there a village or some kind of. The only people, other than the dwarves, the only people we see in this movie is the queen slash the hag, Snow White, and the huntsman, and the prince. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I, is there, 
yeah, is there, like, a village nearby? Like, what yeah. is this kingdom? I know that, like, from just lore that, what is it, either the king died or she killed mm-hmm. the king or whatever. And it's not really that relevant. It doesn't really change the story. It just did occur to me that Disney today would have given more backstory. Like, even in Cinderella, the first couple of minutes is like narration of her mother died and then her father remarried and and all this ex- explanation mm-hmm. on why she's living in this house with these people and not only that like people are aware that like the queen is evil like the dwarves like mentioned that they're just like she's a witch like she's evil yeah. she like uh all these things and i'm just like yeah so y'all are aware that she's not the best Cause like the thing with Cinderella and like evil stepmother, she's not the best. Yeah, <laughs> she's just a murder <laughs> someone because the they're best. prettier she than her. She does what she can, but she's not the and, best. You know, yeah, 13, yeah. Or sorry, fourteen. But like even yeah. then, like the evil stepmother, yeah. she wasn't a fourteen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she thought she was one, but like in in the plot, right? She wasn't. So no, she thought that, she was like a that story made a little bit like she, yeah. okay, it doesn't matter if she's evil because she's just a normal yeah. human being. Yeah. Yeah, the queen has more um she has less restraints. I mean, uh clearly, yeah, well, I mean the step we'll get into this when we get to Cinderella, but the uh, uh Lady Tremaine has more like she is the queen of her household. Mm-hmm. And the second, you know, she complete she lo- and then she's trying to maintain her power and then at the very end she loses all of it. Whereas the evil queen has an unlimited amount of power and she does have power she's a witch she's a little more kind of like think of like lady gothel in or Ma- mother gothel in uh Rapun- in, in rapunzel entangled <laughs> she um you know like trying to kind of maintain her, the order of the of this world that she like you know trying to keep her looks trying to so desperately to take control over something that you should not ha- shouldn't have control over, and the the queen um the queen is very I mean she's the first Disney villain like mm-hmm. like um but she's not that's the thing I feel with this whole movie overall it's it is a really beautiful movie as we've been raving about but it is a little then there are a lot of there is a lot of emotion yeah. there is a lot of conflict but it is a t- little it is it is very straightforward and a tiny bit i don't want to say flat because it is a but like there's not as much there's there's depth but it's not as like obviously deep as um do you know what i mean like it's it's got like obviously it has layers but it's not like like Sleeping Beauty and and Cinderella a little bit kind of goes through these layers. Snow White is isn't as um it's more like I mean a lot of early Disney movies are pretty straightforward. And for me, I I don't really care when it comes to things being straightforward as long as it's interesting. Mm-hmm. As long as it's like entertaining that I really couldn't care less. You don't got to think too hard. <laughs> yeah, like and and 
Also, her just her whole design, like her costume and her her cape when she goes down her steps into her like little lair, and it's just God, like yeah. uh, she is very truly a hardcore villain, and it's like let's just pound it in. And I love. I was thinking this. So when she makes the decision, when she real, so she. Oh actually, my gosh! Before we get to, I want to talk about the mirror. I the. I remember the mirror being a lot creepier when I was younger also. And it's, it's, it is still creepy. The music for this, the music for Cinder, for Snow White is very underrated. And I love the score for the mirror. It's just this mm-hmm. creepy, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's, it's very, there's a lot of tension in the music. Like even in like, uh, there's a lot of tension in like even the like music that's supposed to be like someday our prince will my prince will come i i enjoy the song but it weirdly gives me anxiety i don't know how to explain do you know what i don't know how to explain it it's not like an uplifting it's not like so this is love it's not like a it's a sweet song but it's like the music that the chosen like i think the chosen harmony is just very like I don't know. There's like hmm. still tension in it. And I love, so yeah, the, the mirror is obviously very creepy. And when she like reveal, realizes mm-hmm. that it's a pig's heart. And that is in the, in the original uh, story. It's like, it's a, the huntsman cut out the heart of a boar and then brought it to the mm-hmm. queen. And this is when she decides, okay, I'm going to go and, I'm just going to go and I'm going to go and kill her, but I need a disguise. And I thought, wouldn't it have made more sense for her to decide how she's going to kill her and then come up with her disguise? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was just like, I, cause she's like, I'm going to kill her. Ah, but first, what am I going to wear? Which I know is not the, but you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> wouldn't it have, but like, I feel like, but also I was also thinking, wouldn't it have been interesting if we didn't see how she looks? I do kind of love that sequence of her on the boat and going underneath. She goes down to the dungeon. We see like a skeleton that's reaching for something that's been there for so long that it's fully decomposed. And she goes on this little boat out of the castle. And, and um, like, I kept thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if we didn't know what she looked like? Until, like we didn't get a face reveal. No, and until like she's trying it was like, oh, I think this is the queen. I think this is the evil queen. Um, so I have to say the scene where she's trying to give Snow White the apple. Snow White, she's in the house. Snow White is very clearly uncomfortable, and she's backing away. And I'm like, why are you gonna eat this apple? Why are you gonna bite this apple? You're very uncomfortable with this woman and this random stranger in your house. Yeah, but and it's the magic wishing apple. I know, but it's still creepy. And she's like, <laughs> but she clearly, she's backing away. She like, clearly is very uncomfortable. And I love the scene because all the animals are like, freaking, they try to, they realize like, okay, this is weird. And they're, and they're trying to, <laughs> you know, get in the way. That doesn't work. And they go run after the dwarves. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we get that, our, like, that like third or fourth gag of the turtle. Like, I almost make it. And then has to just turn around because before he gets even halfway there they're on their way back to the cottage and also this was one of those other scenes when she bites the apple 
or uh, when she's like, oh, I feel funny. Like we, I kind of would love to see her. I do love that very famous shot of the hand. The dramatic, uh, just. Yes. God. But like, I'm, but even to see like, because we just have the queen just watching her mm-hmm. and then the arm. That made me strangely um, yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I, don't, you, I, I never noticed how like, because, you know, she's like, you know, again, repeating the steps of like what this apple will do. And yeah. like first, you know, her blood will congeal, whatever she's chanting. But also it's just yeah. like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and then like, yeah. And then thinking of where she is and the way she falls, like, I've always had a problem with this. Even when I was a kid, I always like, noticed. Like, how did she not hit her head or something? Yeah, like, it's just, a st- there's no thud. There's no music, like, a sound to go with it. Oh. It's just. I didn't think about that. Yeah, there's nothing. She's, she doesn't, like, slam on the floor. And then, like, the way she, like, does it, it almost, the way it rolls out and stuff, it looks like she laid on the floor and then just <laughs> gave up. <laughs> Because there was no, like, you know, if you're yeah. just watching it and listening and you don't get those, like, sound cues, like, this chick yeah. literally was like, I don't feel good. Let me lay on this floor real quick. And um, <laughs> then she just kind of like, uh, 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 done. <laughs> and like, that's, the hand, it's just so yeah. dramatic. I love it so much. But it's just like, yes. how did you get in that position? That's that is a very interesting point. I did not think about <laughs> like, that. If it's her left hand, <laughs> like think of where she was standing, how she was. She was like, you know, kind of like off. I think maybe out her maybe she's leaning Nope. Is that nope. where the nope. tape <laughs> God okay, <laughs> Like rewatch the scene, Sam. You I'm gonna rewatch this scene and I will report back. Um, Catch us on the next episode where Sam will have watched the scene, but um, like, uh, like not just like cinematically yeah. made me uncomfortable, but like she's just watching this chick like straight up die, and like I guess that's maybe like it's what she wanted. She's the evil queen. Yeah, like yeah. this is clearly her end goal, yeah. but like this is like the true of like the evil. Like, it's not just, like, I have to be the prettiest. It's just, like, I will do anything to be the prettiest. Yeah. Even if it means killing her. Yeah. And she's enjoying it. She's just like, yes, yes, I'm getting what I want. And that's, yeah. like, it's creepy. Even I am 21 years old. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> I, that's, that's, yeah, she is, it's. She's not the most, um, she is a truly evil character by the lengths she goes to and what she's trying to accomplish. But, like, she's not as the most charismatic one. Like, I think we get, like, Lady Tremaine and Maleficent have much bolder personalities mm-hmm. than, than the Evil Queen. The Evil Queen is truly evil, but, like, She's more like her person. I mean, her because her personality is kind of irrelevant. It's more, and she does have a charisma for sure. Like the way, the fact that the way she presents herself, the order she gives, like the way, even like when she's walking on the steps, like you said, her cape, like she, um, yeah, I mean, she is very, she is the first villain in this long mm-hmm. line of like 
unknowingly of this of these villains that we're going to have. And um yeah. Uh I okay, we haven't talked about this yet. I tried to bring it up before and I think it it wasn't as important yet. But I want to talk about the animal friends because like, like I said, they're very they're drawn like stupidly cute and I freaking loved it. I went back because I thought it was so cute when she when they're all helping her out and cleaning mm-hmm. the cottage and she's dusting and then pulls her pulls the like, you know, rag out and like, you know, hits it, waves it just to get the dust off and then the all of the squirrels are mm-hmm. using their tails to dust and then the squirrel puts his tail out and like waves it to duck at the dust. I just thought that oh, was it's... so cute. Like, I don't know why. I just thought it was adorable. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the animal, they're like this, I don't know. I don't know how they're kind of like, they're just as, um, protective of her mm-hmm. as the dwarves and they don't, they don't talk and they're not even like, again, they, yeah, they don't they don't talk, but they help her out as much. They actually when the dwarves first see that there's someone in their house and they go in and there's two there's a couple birds that like are they just trying to like be jerks <laughs> or are they trying to be funny? They just like make these sounds mm-hmm. to like creep them out and I'm like, what is this going to <laughs> yeah, accomplish? Gonna get Snow White murdered. <laughs> like, this is their house. This is this is their house. Yeah. I, I questioned that too, where I was just like, um, is the goal yeah. to get them to see Snow White or to scare them and leave Snow White alone? Yeah, I think they were just trying to have fun, but it didn't like, the reasoning didn't really make. Yeah, a and their ton loyalty is the same, like, instant loyalty that, like, Cinderella has with, like, the mice. And that's the thing is, Cinderella and the mice, the whole thing is that she's been, like, helping them out mm-hmm. for the longest time. Like, when when a mouse is stuck in the trap, what do they do? Yeah. They run to Cinderella. Like, hey, like, and she immediately <laughs> so has, cute. like, clothes. Like, like it's, yeah, I know. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, they, they have, and they're all, like, at her, you know, when she's laying after she's been, they all think she's dead. All of them are just, you know, the dwarves are all crying and the, uh, even the animals are just so, forlorn like it's it's adorable and it's 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 become just a joke with like like even moana there was a joke like she's like i'm not a princess and now he's like uh you can sing and you got an animal sidekick <laughs> you're a, you're a princess like it's become a joke within disney but like it's the truth who though. doesn't want animal friends i keep thinking i love the i was thinking this like i was like what if i had like a bird that flew and landed on my fingers i feel like i wouldn't be like Apart for, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I'm like, no, I'd be freaked out about, like, rabies or something. Or <laughs> carrying some disease. I wouldn't be like, oh. Um, I'm chosen. Yeah. I I uh, feel that way, though. Like, yeah. when I have, like, the butterflies and stuff, like, that come and, like, play with, like, my, like, my, my nose or something. They'll land on my nose real quick. Yeah. I'm just like, I am one. They have chosen me. I am blessed. Like, Bambi style. Bambi style, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, there is like this sort of like whimsical of like, if animals trust you immediately, you like, there's something about you. And it, it's yeah. like, I don't know why. And it's like in every, that's, that's, you know, the whole thing. You have an animal sidekick. Like you are so either beautiful or nice that like animals yeah. will literally not even fear you. 
And not only that, they will clean your house and dress you and bathe you. Kindness goes such a long way. And in life, but in, in Disney movies especially, like I'm thinking in, uh, like, yeah, they she goes into their house. She decides to, cl- she's like, well, they're not here. I want to stay, but I can't. They're not here. So I'm just, how about I clean? She and then clean for I anything. cook the dinner. She only- I know. She just, she just was like, oh, it's a mess. And I'll cook and maybe they'll let me stay. Like, I'll, I'll do something nice for them. And then, uh, but like, I'm thinking in like, uh, in like Hunchback when Frollo realizes, you know, you've been helping Esmeralda and Quasimodo's like, she was kind to me. Like that goes such a long way because all he's ever experienced is people being cool to him. Like, and so I know these are animals that they're woodland creatures. They probably aren't really experiencing like heart, like a harsh reality, but it's and even with like the dwarfs like she is kind she's like she's making them pies mm-hmm. for them especially grumpy she really wants him to like her but also what is gooseberry is that a real gooseberry, thing yeah that's a type of berry and she's like i make gooseberry pies and they're like gooseberry that's like the it's like amelia bedelia she doesn't well i mean amelia bedelia is a terrible job is it does is a te- is terrible at her job and then she just makes good pies and they let her stay. <laughs> you can stay, kid. But I was like, but, but the excitement over it was, oh my god, gooseberry pie. Um, I love that scene, though, when she first, when she says to the dwarves, like, oh yeah, I made dinner. And she tells them to go out and wash. And there's this, like, whole thing of them each showing her their hands. And these are grown, I mean, they're, they're grown men. They're adults. <laughs> and they're so confused about, like, washing their hands. And when they're trying to get Grumpy to wash, Doc tells Dopey, go get the soap. And there's this whole thing of him, like, struggling to get it because it keeps slipping out of his hands. And then he swallows it. And I'm like, you know, they're, they each had a bar of soap. I'm sure there's other soap around. And then later, yeah, and then, like, the second later, they're all washing him with their with the soap and i'm like so why did dopey have to go get the soap you guys had it all right there i'm so glad that you bring this up okay (laughs) no because in my head i was just like are they just still waiting for the soap and then i see like i I forget who it is it's probably happy or doc who's like scrubbing the thing of soap with the brush before like going into grumpy's like bald head and i'm just like so you had soap what's going on like, I had the exact same, like, I mean, cute gag or whatever, but you clearly had soap. Yeah. I want to bring up the dancing scene of, oh, wait, no, sorry, before this, I want to bring this up. The, the, the dwarves, I almost called them elves for some reason. <laughs> the dwarves, so why did the seven elves? The dwarves are mining for diamonds. Or like gemstones or whatever. Are they just doing this for fun? Are they getting paid? They 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 lock. They put them. They are like, oh, it's five o'clock. It's time to go home. They put all of the stuff in some closet or in some room, and they lock it. And then Dopey hangs up the key. And I'm like, well, it seems irrelevant to lock it. And then you're outside. Someone can just pick up the key and open it. Like, 
And but I was just starting to think I'm like their job because it's just that's what they're doing. That's just their job. But I was like, is this like their? I don't. I, I just was wondering about the nature of their job. Like, why? Yeah, like, there's no clear. No, I mean, I think there is like an importance. They're probably doing this just because like they're checking. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it's. I think it's Doc, who's like um tapping the diamonds with like a hammer and checking like the noise and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, so there's value, right? Like, yeah. Actual value in this. Like I'm assuming that's how they're making their money. They have a living. Okay. But it's not, yeah, it's not clear at all. But it, I think it is funny. It's like the whole nine to five type of situation. Yeah. And I'm but, always curious if I'm really wondering which of these. So they had realized, obviously, music is going to be important in this. And I was very, I'm, I was more on watching this. I'm like, Hi Ho is probably the most famous song of this movie. Mm-hmm. But I was. Like, is it supposed to be the most famous song? I mean, I mean, was it intentionally supposed to be like the big number? Do you know what I mean? Because I I wanted to bring this up. Uh, Adriana Casalotti, she's like I said, the voice of Snow White. Walt Disney did not want her so- want a repeat. He did not want her voice to be like anywhere else. So she was like contractually mm-hmm. obligated. She was, she, I had, I guess had a bit part in like in singing and it's a wonderful life. And I think most people know she is the voice of air quotes, Juliet in Wizard of Oz during the Tin Man number. She's mm-hmm. the one doing the, wherefore art thou, Romeo? And like, I actually was watching, I found this on YouTube today uh, I guess Julie Andrews used to do, I don't know, I think it was a show or something called The Julie Andrews Hour, and she did a salute to Disney, and she had on Adriana Casalotti, and her voice, and this is like, I am I think like 60s or 70s, so it's been at least like 20 plus years since Snow White, and she had this high voice already, but it was not the octave that Snow White is at. <laughs> Yeah, but you could hear it. It was crazy. And then she did the voice, and then and they were singing. And then Julie Andrews was singing with her, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" But like, <laughs> but I love I love Julie Andrews. But like, um, like I just because she she has four songs, and mo- and again, this is a very different. Most Disney movies today have there's that there's the opening number, there's the then there's the there's like the opening the opener and then like the the next one whatever follows then there's like usually like a song from the villain everybody has like one song usually mm-hmm. and this she carries it with her voice like she has the most uh and except well the dwarves have the other scene i wanted to bring up the yodeling song the dancing the, uh-huh. the dance scene which that seems also really adorable. Like, they're all just hanging out, playing music, and having fun. And mm-hmm. they have instruments. They clearly do this all the time. <laughs> and uh, the scene of Dopey's on top of Sneezy in the coat. Which, first of all, why do they have this adult man-sized coat? Who was oh, there yeah. beforehand? <laughs> Who was there? And... and 
they, you know, the this this is this is would you say this is more famous than sleeping than Aurora in Sleeping Beauty dancing with the owl and you know in uh Philip's coat? Mm-hmm. Or is it as famous? Because dancing uh, and you know what I mean? Like I feel like I see I see both a lot when they show like you know like rundowns of like Disney movies. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. Like I it's 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 cute. And also I realized how tall she is, the fact that Dopey is a little taller than her when he's standing on top of another Yeah. One of the other dwarves. <laughs> No, um, uh, I thought about that too when I saw it and I was just like, huh, Sleeping Beauty. But I think that's the thing where it's like, I immediately thought Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I think it's maybe more, I think this whole number, this whole scene of them dancing is famous. But yeah, like I was, but also I watched Sleeping Beauty more. So I'm curious, maybe people when they saw Sleeping Beauty, they're like, oh, it's like Snow White. Yeah. Because I feel I like would- I, I, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I definitely and, watch Sleeping yeah. Beauty way more. <laughs> I watch Sleeping Beauty way more. Um, also, I kept mixing up, other than when they were, like, talking and doing their trait, I kept mixing up Sneezy, Bashful, and uh, Sleepy all look very similar. And mm-hmm. a couple of them have, like, similar clothes, too. Yeah. So I kept, like... Like, all of them have very specific designs, and then these three, I'm like, unless one is yawning, or sneezing, or being coy, like, <laughs> or um, I don't know bashing. which one you are. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know which one is which. Yeah. But, like, the there's another, um, it's an extra on the Snow White mm-hmm. behind the scenes thing on Disney+. And they do kind of talk about the they talk about the creation of the dwarves or they talk about specific sequences and like how they walk or how, why they designed doc and happy the way they did, you know, like it's, it's like a whole, it's not just simply, Oh, this is funny. No, there was like an entire, their, their appearance goes with their, you know, their personality. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, this, this whole movie is such an endeavor. It's really beautiful. I'd recommend it just maybe <laughs> when you're more, when you're like eight or eight, nine, ten, not when you're like four. Yeah, don't watch it when we watched it. <laughs> yeah, and there is plan, there are plans for a live action shocker. And is the red rose still even a thing i remember hearing a lot about that Uh, and i haven't heard anything about in a while i mean from what is on the internet Mm -hmm. they still they say there was a development on it they haven't said anything about it other than this was something in development Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's been canceled off. Again, things have changed since the announcement in 2016. Yes. Especially in recent. I mean, right now, in this time, we're supposed to be getting the live action of Mulan. That's been still being pushed back. I bought my tickets for that. My friends and I bought our tickets and then it got canceled. And I'm like, okay. And then that's the thing is I'm fine with it. Keep 
with it keep getting pushed back because yes, I want to go to the movies, but I also don't want to go to the movies. And I also then saw that it didn't get great reviews and I'm like, no. So I kind of, I kind of want them to just put it on Disney plus. So then I don't have to. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to spend money on this anymore. I mean, um... I want to go see it, but with circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. With the circumstances. But as far as, the public knows or like we know that's been released since like D23 um in 2016 yeah there's it's it's supposedly in development if people if you guys don't know what we're talking about um of March of 2016 the studio announced uh, a development of a film called uh, Rose Red a live action spin-off film from the perspective of Snow White's sister Red Rose which apparently she has. Apparently she I don't know has. much about. Yeah. I know about like the story of Snow White, but I've never really known her to have a sister. I mean, like that's the thing. Do we know the story of her? We don't. Like we know. I guess not. From several where different we, versions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, I was very, I'm like, she has a sister? I mean, okay. Yeah. Sure. It, it was like a random, like, uh. Never mentioned, but sure. It's like the whole, like, Cinderella thing where we get, like, Anastasia's kind of story. You're just like, huh, mm-hmm. interesting. Like, didn't think where that that's where that was going to go. But... Yeah. But we knew of her. And this, we have, like, no idea where this chick is coming from. Is she older? Is she younger? Like, just a sister. Where is she? Yeah. Like, where was she? But I am say, for a live action, I'm kind of hoping they would go, they would follow the path of the live action Cinderella, which I think out of all the live action remakes is definitely one of the, it's, it's very good. It's very underrated because it went off book. And the thing is with live action Disney, it's kind of like, I kind of, in, in terms of going to view it, I envision it kind of like, you know, a book adaption. I don't really expect it to be better. I just think, I want to see what I know, but there's this kind of, it's like a science to it. It's like hard to figure out because you want to pay homage, but at the same time, if you like when you go too exact, okay, but then you have to go exact, exact. But if you don't, if you go exact and make some little change, I'm just like, nope, (laughs) like you can't have it both ways. I agree. And with Cinderella, like they gave, you know, the prince a little bit more of a character and there was a little bit more of a conflict with him and Cinderella like they they also just I just thought it was a very very good contemporary adaption of that movie and but I think people didn't like that there wasn't a musical but I'm like as much as I like the music I was okay I feel like the movie was so charming and adorable that I was okay with it not being mm-hmm. there um and so I'm kind of hoping Snow White, they could be the same thing. They can branch out a little more. Maybe we'd see more of the Huntsman. Maybe, hopefully, we would see more of the Prince. Like, I don't know, searching for her. Like, you know, like, uh, so I I think, I think going, kind of following the footsteps of the live action Cinderella would be the better option. But I mean, I don't know. That's scheduled for 2022. Yeah, uh, there's still. So there's no 
information on yeah. it. It just is principal photography isn't scheduled till March 2020, and who knows if that happened because of what's going on. Like, I can't that imagine. May not well, have even there's no cast. There's like thing. no information. Yeah, that actually went through considering everything in the world with, in regards to COVID-19 yeah. happened late February. So that may be yeah. now something that's long put on hold or rest. But yeah, with the live action, as far as we know, um, we were supposed to get principal photography in March 2020. That's when it was supposed to start with the project. Again, release wasn't for till 2022 but the only thing we do know is that uh Benj Pazic and Justin Paul they also wrote the new music for the live action adaption of uh Aladdin they are also writing the songs for this project oh wait is it the people that well not okay I was say the people that wrote it for the original Aladdin and I realized Howard Ashman Unfortunately, yeah. is passed away. So, like, it's probably not him. No, for the um, the new songs uh, for the new, new adaptation. I was just like, I don't know how you feel about that one. Because here's the thing. Uh, I there were things about Aladdin that I liked, and there were many things that I had. There were two major, major things that bothered me so much, and I don't want to get into it now. But um, I have. I will say. An issue I've been I I never really thought that much about it as long as they had a good voice I didn't really care but apparently an issue with music in the live action Disney movies lately is the fact that it's a little more mm-hmm. contemporary mm-hmm. and people don't like that <laughs> Aladdin worked though I kind of I had I agree yes it was a little more contemporary but also the fact that Will Smith was being the genie and he was kind of going off of his Fresh Prince you know uh persona to do that i thought that that kind of worked so i don't think it i just as long as it's as long as she has a good voice you know it doesn't really matter um uh you had said there were plans for a canceled sequel that there was a sequel got canceled i never heard about not a sequel a prequel a prequel i had never heard about this i knew of it but I didn't know details until I was researching for mm-hmm. this. But um, what I found was so in 2000s, so not yeah. super, super long ago. So during the era, during that hardcore era of just pumping out direct to video direct sequels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the greatest, God's greatest <laughs> gift. God's greatest gift. <laughs> of straight so, to DVD. Just so... Just so people understand, they range from, this is not that bad. This is actually pretty decent to, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, so when you told me about this, and and I'm like, what? And you said, do research. And as you're telling me this, I was watching the documentary. So I'm like, I'm, I'm doing my research, honey. Um, I looked it up and yeah, it was going to come out in that era of, uh, straight to video sequels or mm-hmm. uh, sequels whatever and there I guess was a story well there was a potential storyline that got scrapped of the dwarves it was about the dwarves mm-hmm. and the villain that they were going to be dealing with would eventually become 
the magic mirror. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting. Like that, that's a, that's a pretty solid idea. And I guess some people really liked it, but it got scrapped. I don't know, but I think, I guess some people liked it. Some people didn't, but it got scrapped. But I don't know if that, I think that was one of the potentials. Yeah, no, the one I know is completely different. Oh boy. So let's see, uh, Disney Toon Studios into the early 2000s, uh, they have this thing called a title, the, an idea for the prequel titled The Seven Dwarfs, which is, I guess, an origin story for okay. the dwarves. So, um, Like how they meet? Yeah. Okay. And so they pitched it, saying, explaining that how the dwarves met and how the evil queen killed Snow White's father and took the throne. So kind of just mm-hmm. an overall uh, backstory. Like we said, background information. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, according to... Uh, uh, one of the, one. Uh, sorry. According to the director, this pitch meeting, they mentioned that they were also going to point out why Dopey doesn't talk. And no, but they said it, so he doesn't talk after witnessing the death of his mother. Oh my god! What? <laughs> yeah. So not just. So um, I'm so glad. And like you mentioned this earlier, we were just like, oh, he just never tried. And I'm like, no, 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 apparently. But also, <laughs> witnessed his mother's death. tried. Is that what they assume? Oh my God. I don't that's... know. But okay, like, that's a horror. That's horrifying. <laughs> so now you know why the prequel didn't get greenlit. Um, oh my God. Literally. Yeah, it was so dark. Like, I would have loved an origin story with the dwarves and the evil queen. It would have made so much sense. Maybe introduce the sister that way. And then this live action remake would make sense. (laughs) But completely out of the blue. I was like, no, I don't want to know why he doesn't talk, honestly. I'd be fine. I'm not knowing. Yeah, (laughs) I don't really, I'm okay with, I'm anything I'm more curious on just like how old they are. And I looked it up, and apparently, like, yeah. they think they said they're over, like, 100. But I'm like, so Dopey's over 100? Oh. Do they age differently, like, than humans? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I I don't know. That's, that is, yikes. Um, I'm, that, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I don't. It's, like, that same level of just, like, when we got, like, the Little Mermaid, and we got what happened to Ariel's mom. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, everyone's just kind of like that's not funny uh-huh. <laughs> laughs in disney but um yeah like it reminded me of that where i was just like you know what no i don't eat it but also the whole thing about they he says i mean i think it's mentioned in the in little mermaid right like they make note that the mom is dead yeah, and it's the whole point of like that's the why whole, he doesn't. Like, yeah, like the boats. I, that's fine. We didn't need. A I remember uh, somebody once once saying like that they were they were watching the third Little Mermaid for some reason, and they were just like, "It's footloose. It's just footloose. Don't you see?" <laughs> Like they were telling he they were what he I guess was like I he was watching it with people and he's like telling them like it's just footloose don't you see and we just thought that was so funny because and then I think we attempted to watch it and I mean it kind of is a little it's he banned music and like all things I guess the mom liked music I don't know but yeah it's it's 
this is the th- but the thing is I didn't really question they gave backstory there was a little bit there was just enough like that I didn't I didn't really need it but in Snow White mm-hmm. I am it's not again we even need it it's more mm-hmm. just it's 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 told in a way that we're not really meant to yeah care like- and I yeah and and so it's not really that important it's more just yeah. curiosity than anything else and they go off that like he's not mute he makes a noise and you know doc is just like or happy he's just like yeah well he just doesn't try so what are we what are we gonna do this is just like oh he doesn't try because of the death of his mother <laughs> like what that sounds like maybe not that dark but that kind of sounds like see that would be an interesting like live action something today it's, it's interesting yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of of the dwarves. Maybe not to that degree. I don't know of, how I would. <laughs> but like, yeah. That would not bode well with me in animation form. Yeah. I don't really want to see an updated version of Snow White. It's kind of perfect the way it is. It doesn't need. Yeah. Um, well, luckily, in a, after Disney purchased Pixar in 20, 2006, um, they canceled it. They're, apparently, it was like. I maybe greenlit. Oh boy, thank you, but Pixar. Because of, thank you, Pixar. But because of Pixar, uh, John John Lasseter. Lasseter, yeah, um, he was just like, no. So bless you, <laughs> like bless him. Um, because he literally went in there was like, no. What are you doing? I remember I argued with someone about Pixar. I'm like, they're like, yeah, Disney bought Pixar. I'm like, but no, Disney already had Pixar. It's Disney, and they're like, no, they. They bought it. And I'm like, what do you tell? I was so confused because I'm like, Bugs Life and Toy Story and all of these things happened before Disney, you know, but and and then I realized, oh, no, it yes, it's Disney, but they just used another animated. It was just another animated studio or another Mm -hmm. or an animated studio went to Disney and get, you know, like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, there's like a a slight. Yeah, where it's like they did purchase it. But from where we are now, we're just like. It's the same thing. I am kind of curious if if Snow White was made today. First of all, the story would be different. They would try to make her like, I'm thinking, you know, like Snow White and the Huntsman. Maybe not like that hardcore, but in that sense, they would have probably made Snow White a little bit more of like a fighter or something if this Mm -hmm. was made today. Like, I Uh, think. I think, yeah. I kind of, I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of beautiful ways i'm more curious of how that would look in the anim- in animation than uh and yeah. the story would probably be a little bit different um but uh yeah so anything else on snow white or can we move on to there have been some news in disney world in the disney in the world of disney oh, yes. and, and disney world i guess technically well first of all they announced last week they're going to i think it's in light of uh Black Lives Matter, they're going to make Splash Mountain, re- kind of reduce Splash Mountain to look more like Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. And, but apparently they're doing it at Disney World. I just read Disney World and then I saw Disney World and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of people, I get, there's mixed reviews because about half are really like, oh my God, that's going to be so great. And I think that'll look beautiful. Like we said, Princess and the Frog is very underrated. And I think that'd be really cool because it is set like 
And it fits also in Disneyland. Splash Mountain is in New Orleans Square. So yeah. Yeah. it makes, I mean, like right out of it, but it's still, you have to go through it. And that's where you see Tiana sometimes. Like I've seen her walking around there because she it's set in New Orleans in the 20s. It's on that side of, yeah. But I was seeing people kind of also upset. Like I love the music and because like Song of the South, I saw this thing that popped up on YouTube. It said Song of the South is a banned movie. And I'm like, and then I'm like, that is funny because I haven't seen it on Disney Plus. And I don't remember. I just remember that's where Zippity Doodah comes from. Because when I was on Splash Mountain, I went a couple years ago with my family around Splash Mountain. And I'm like, oh, that's I don't think I ever did Splash Mountain before because I'm not a water like ride person. I didn't want to get wet and just hang, you know. But I wanted to this time because I wanted to do that Pinterest hack. Pinterest hack of uh, is it like seat? It's like the second or third seat or something to like avoid getting oh, wet. Oh yeah, where you don't get wet. But you're going through it, and I'm like, oh, like, and it is zippity doodah is like a cute, uplifting song. But I, I don't. It's been. I think I saw a song that sounds like a million years ago, so I don't really remember much about it. I just know it's yeah. very. Uh, it is racist or there's, again, it's been so long. I don't really remember, but so I think that was, that's one of the reasons why they're going in this new direction. But yeah, so half seem to be really excited. Other half are disappointed. And at first I'm like, well, you know, they're just doing it at just Disney world. So you still have the Disneyland one, but no, they're doing it at both. And part of me is like, it's kind of like when they changed tower of terror to guardians well, I mean, it's completely different, but like, it's completely different. Events are completely different. I don't, but like, in the sense of, in terms mm-hmm. of the ride and at Disneyland, the rides will be the same. It's just the, it's just the setting is different. Yeah. And like, I can always understand as like an original trope of like Disneyland, you always want it to be good old Disneyland. Ha ha ha. Good old Disney podcast. But, um, <laughs> No, Uh, and it's never supposed to be finished. The thing about Disney, and I think people need to remember again, like the hardcore fans, Walt Disney never intended for anything to stay the same forever. Yeah, he was. It's never supposed to be finished. Like he and he, eminent about that. Even in his career, he was like, "Okay, I'm done with that. Let's go to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing." And. Apart from what's going on with the world and I mean, kudos on Disney to like bite that in like the bud and do it without being like, I don't know, like pressured by society or anything. And obviously, I feel like this was already in the works. It was just a perfect time to announce it. Yeah, Um, when it was announced, I was wondering, I'm like, is this because of recent events or was this already planned? It didn't really make a difference to me because I'm like it's gonna be beautiful no matter what and yeah the whole setting it's like it's in like a swampland and all of the some of the actors have stepped forward saying oh my god this is gonna be so cool and uh it's gonna be actor, so beautiful guys it's gonna be beautiful the actor that played uh lewis the is it a crocodile or is he a crocodile or an alligator lewis i think he's a think he's a croc i think, a I think they make a joke about it <laughs> he um he said like that's this is great or as lewis would say hallelujah and i'm like ah <laughs> you like i i so i think it's one of those things it'll be like it's gonna be fine it's gonna be yeah but that's i think it's because it's one of those things where even when something does there is you know 
again, I don't I don't remember that much about Song of the South, so I can't really I know if it's banned, I I assume I know why, but like I don't want to, you know, misspeak or anything. Yeah, but no, um, my memory is very very frayed on that too because I do vaguely remember it. Yeah, but, I. Uh, um, but uh, anyway, I I I understand why, and I, yeah, I think this is a really good time to announce that. Mm-hmm. But it's also, and I, and again, it's it's I think it's because it's one of those things like. It is some of for some people that song that music is a favorite, and I think, but yeah, it's like we said, Princess of the Frog is really beautiful and really underrated. So I guarantee, you guys, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I think the thing too is just like I don't know if you experienced this because of your just association with being wet and being on this ride in general, but I yeah. never. Now I yeah, really want to like, go on the ride. I never resonated with Splash Mountain. I enjoyed it. It was a great ride. But, and the only part that I enjoyed was the ending, where it was just all up, you know, like, just happy animatronics, and then zippity do, you know, like, that's what I really enjoyed, was, like, yeah. ba- basically the last minute, like, less than a minute of the ride. And maybe it's because I'm younger, yeah. I didn't have that deep connection, I don't remember um, Song of the South, mm-hmm. like, but I never cared for it. The story always freaked me out, I was always scared. What so is the story? it's about um Frere Rabbit uh basically getting into like trouble okay. or running away or doing something that his mom told him not to do. Um and he's getting like murdered. <laughs> like it's like a really weird storyline. Like there we'll talk about it more later when we get into Disneyland. Yeah. Because there is an actual like history with it or story, I could should say, mm-hmm. that you're kind of following as you're going. Cause you know, it gets really eerie to like the drop of like death, supposedly. And apparently, like, you know, everything's fine at the yeah. end. Everything's happy and jolly, but it's still, like, uh And that's why you feel, like, really, like, Splash Mountain is really, like, anxiety-inducing. Because, like, the story and, like, the whole little ride to the top gets you there. Where it's like, this is a little creepy. Yeah. So, like, I never liked the ride for the ride aspect, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I... That's interesting. I, cause I was always the, I, again, I didn't, if I had been on the ride, I didn't remember. And I, it wasn't, it never my first choice. I'm like, I'd rather go on like anything else, Thunder Mountain or something. And then when we went, yeah. And then we went, cause I just didn't, I'm not, I didn't want to get wet. Like, and then we went on it and I'm like, oh, that's what this song, this, that's, that, that's yeah. what, this is what that is. I didn't know. And so I was kind of, uh, because the thing is, it is a, kind of an adorable song but um it's i was never a fan i think it just it annoyed me as a kid the song annoyed Mm me um like i thought it was stupid and but it is like an adorable song but it is attached to a controversial movie so uh i think if anything i would think yeah i and i actually i do think that is great that disney wasn't being pressured to change it Mm-hmm. That they just made the decision. So, yeah, I can totally believe that they were probably already planning this. Yeah, and I hope and people, then, like, think about that. That, like, Disney is not going to just be like, by the way, we're going to do this just real quick. Like, they they plan everything so hard, so far in advance. I'm sure this was a thought years ago, you know? Yeah. And I, I think it's perfect. I honestly 
don't see a better thing replacing it just because of the atmosphere Splash Mountain already has. Like, you're not going to be really yeah. changing much. You're just replacing characters in it. If you're really going to think about the layout, only certain things are really going to change. But the ride yeah. and its integrity will be the same. If you're worried about zippy do that, you're still going to hear that while you're walking down Critter Country or any of these places. You'll still hear, you know, that kind of, you know, sound score music playing along the park. Yeah. It's not going to go away. And... I understand the OG Disney fans. Trust me, I it I really do. But it's a change that had to happen for its history. For good reason. Yeah, it's a, yes. it's a good reason. And honestly, if you are upset with this, reevaluate your why you're upset with it. You know, because yeah, if I I yeah, and I, I can only assume if you're upset, it's not because of. It's not because of the controversy. It's, it's because this is something you grew up with aside from the controversy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so uh, I can understand why people are upset, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be fine. It's going to be, yeah. Prince of the Frog is a really, really adorable and really beautiful movie. So I'm really, I'm just so excited that Disneyland's paying more homage to it other than the fact that tiana sometimes walks around and like that too dude like i'm so excited because like we Mm -hmm. like apart from star wars land when's the last time things have really changed and then guardians i remember well the guardians ride i get the thing about well tower terror i feel like i was like this ride's super fun i just don't want i think tower terror is still at disney world i'm like just don't change that at leave at least leave one tower it's it's at hollywood Um, studios and i think it's on hollywood studios because of it's like the point of hollywood studios Mm -hmm. but yeah like Um, i do understand that but because i think only because of its ties with the controversial stuff it makes sense to change it all yeah and yeah yeah. the outrage i think would be like more if they did keep one because it's like you're Mm -hmm. not doing this for us you know you don't stand with us you're doing this for like yeah. more money yeah and- so i think this is the right move to make um i i honestly am really pumped now like i i've never again like i've never been a fan of splash mountain and now i'm like i can't freaking wait to go on this ride oh, yeah. i think just like it's gonna I be feel it already in my bones it's gonna be my new favorite ride like, yeah mm-hmm. pirates is always gonna be like my number one but I think this is going to be like a very close competitor just aesthetically rise mm-hmm. because like my favorite part of Pirates in the Car- uh, the Pirates ride is the, the the beginning your slow intro to you know like in the drop yeah like not just that but like it's just so calm and nice and you're in there with um oh my gosh I'm drawing a blank yeah the restaurant um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that the whole yeah. atmosphere of just, like, pretty lights and, like, fireflies. The water, the the, the smell of yeah, the water. Yeah, like, you're just getting like... ready for, like, something that's gonna, you know, blow your mind. Because, you know, Pirates is an awesome ride. Mm-hmm. I think that is gonna, like, be a beautiful with Splash Mountain. Like, especially if we're getting, like, the story. Like, we have no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming we're gonna get the story of Princess and the Frog. Yeah. And... Going through yeah. all of that is going to be so awesome. Like, can you imagine, like, the whole, are you ready? Oh, like, God. I didn't, I didn't even oh. think about that. Like, I did like we not all think about, think about just the bayou. Just thinking... 
but we're gonna get New yes. Orleans. Like that's my one. That's how I'm thinking is because the ride itself is not that big. Yeah, but so I'm more thinking of how much are we gonna yeah, get? But I hope. Oh, they have like they do have a lot of space to like kind of rush this. It's not like the Little Mermaid ride in DCA where you're kind of like that's the end. The Little Mermaid <laughs> are those. Yeah, but the Little Mermaid ride is is supposed to be more like the Fantasyland rides, yeah. and it's just it's updated and modern, which is cool. Um, a, uh, a, if it if they did one like that, that would be really cool because I'm sure we'd be like floating on a giant lily pad or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you know, this is gonna be fun, and especially that the that movie is filled with such like, I mean, I don't know, like where they're in the balloon and they drop, or like there's more twists and turns yeah i think it, like it fits you know like the shadow so is like better and like and it's in a perfect place because it's in half of it is in is it half in critter country and half in yeah it's Nuance, right at the combination and like i mean that's an interesting thing too because like what's left of critter country it's just winnie the pooh like <laughs> what what is critter country if not just the end of new orleans and that does bring a sad thought. I couldn't imagine losing Winnie the Pooh. But yeah. that might be a conversation to be had later. If that's mm-hmm. what they're doing with, like, you know, I mean, I wouldn't mind an expansion of New Orleans. It yeah. would be great. But also, like, I mean, that that whole little area could be, like, just Tiana's little corner. <gasps> and that would be beautiful. Like, imagine her restaurant. <gasps> Dude, stop. But um, <laughs> like changing the hungry bear, like it's it's a big conversation. Don't even want to put it out there because that that's yeah. gonna cause a lot more than just what Splash they Mountain is causing. Make, they should just make Tiana's restaurant like in downtown Disney. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised like that we're not getting like the Ratatouille or like Tiana's like. But honestly, if this is happening, I can easily see where unfortunately we might be losing the hungry bear and winnie the pooh or maybe relocating winnie them. the pooh is a weird ride it's, let's be it's real though weird. I, I wouldn't be that heartbroken <laughs> but i can like for little kids i understand like the parents who are coming here who like really look forward to like this really simple ride that like their infant can ride in them you know because we are losing yeah. those rides where like it's very extremely family inclusive but mm-hmm. i would hands down love for that little space like in disneyland i'm not sure about the layout in walt disney world but yeah at least in disneyland that little space that we have because like it gets really empty i feel like unless you're going for splash mountain you're not yeah there (laughs) i never really go to critter country yeah the last time i or is it is it country or county i think it's pretty see i don't even go there i don't even know enough to know the name but um I remember the last time I went with my parents, my dad and I were like, we wanted, we had like a quest for like, let's go find Toontown because we were like, (laughs) not that we need to go on anything, but we don't know where it is. It's one of those police places. I'm like, I know it's here, but I don't know where. And then we were like, oh, it's behind. It's like through the little gateway off to the side of the castle. And then we found it. And I'm like, I remember it being a lot bigger. (laughs) It's because I, it's been years. It was, had been years since I had been like, on any of the rides and I was we were way too big we were like okay we found it yeah <laughs> and we I think walked through like I don't know there's like someone's house or something we walked through it I don't remember and then just we're like okay we did it yeah <laughs> let's Toontown move on is more of just like cute then walk right back out 
Like <laughs> it's more child friendly. It's even more child friendly than Fantasyland. Yeah, it feels very like if you have your young child, you take them. It's like the daycare of Disneyland almost. Which I understand. <laughs> it's a, it's it's the section of every amusement park that has a bunch of not just like easy non scary rides, but like specifically for young kid rides. Yeah, like you know, don't worry about putting a fork in an like electric circuit type of like places like this is extremely childproof but yes. uh, i'm like is that on a ride am i missing something <laughs> it's like there's yeah. a forks and outlet somewhere but no i would yeah. love like it makes so much sense if you're thinking about disneyland specifically like to change hungry bear into tiana's it's right off the the you know the edge of the um mm-hmm. of tom sawyer's island like it'd be right mm-hmm. there like perfect for fantasmic when they do the whole show like it would it, it would be so perfect to just change that entire corner dedicated to tiana mm-hmm. i mean she's a princess deserving it 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 would be absolutely beautiful to have a. you know we're not getting much representation in terms of like princesses of color and diversity and all these things you know we do have like the lunar new year celebration and DCA with Mulan, we're getting uh, things with Coco, and I think really dedicating a spot, like a true spot for Tiana is gonna, it's gonna mean a lot to a lot of people. So we don't know any about that yet, but Splash Mountain is definitely gonna be missed, but I can't wait for this change. As for nostalgic purposes i get it but you know things at disneyland constantly are changing like you know for example tarzan's treehouse used to be uh like the swiss family robinson thing like things are constantly constantly it disneyland's like a living organism it's meant to change it, it will always change and everyone's gonna have memories in certain places that are eventually gonna become something new as disney keeps growing so you know so yeah, um, as for nostalgic purposes, I understand. But, you know, I think Princess of the Frogs are really amazing. It's really great. Uh, I think this is going to be a really fun ride. Uh, Josie, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, um, I think that's the end of this podcast. So I'm Jocelyn Pontiano. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And please stick with us as we make our way through the golden age of animation yeah, I'm fist pumping the air because I'm pumped. Keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, well, and I'm fist pumping the air. <laughs> <laughs>